0: Policy Beyond Politics, podcast series by Center for Public Policy Research. Center for Public Policy Research, or CPPR, is a public policy think tank located in Kochi. We engage in diverse fields like urban reform, livelihood, education, health, governance, law, and international relations and security. Our podcast series covers a host of issues of current and contemporary relevance in the public policy domain. Previous episodes of our podcast series can be found on our website, www.cppr.in. I am Anu Maria Francis, Research Associate with CPPR. In this episode of Visible Women, Invisible Equality, we will explore the practical challenges of employing women in the manufacturing sector. For this discussion, we have with us Mr. Tom K. Thomas, former Executive Director, R&D and Projects, CA Tires Limited. Good afternoon sir, welcome to Policy Beyond Politics. It's a pleasure to have you with us. So to start the conversation, the women participation rate generally in manufacturing sector is hardly 12 to 13 percentage. So since you have a experience in working in different states in India as an employer, what do you think are the major reasons for the fall in the female participation rate in manufacturing sector? And what are the challenges that you have faced for recruiting women into the workforce?
1: Women in workforce in Indian Indian manufacturing sector has been very nominal. My visits to uh, US, Europe, and especially China, you will see shop floors are at least 50% women, if not more. So in CET, we took a challenge of employing women in workforce way back in 2008. The first challenge we faced was women were not allowed in the night shift in the state where we were planning to put the facility which is Gujarat Baroda. We engaged with the state government and they have promised that the law is being changed by the time you get into production it will come into force. Of course that did not happen it took longer than that But we employed uh, uh, women, but without a night shift, it became very difficult to manage because some people have to go into night shift while the women work only in day shifts. So disparities and concerns rising out of all that. So we had to go slow on that. Till the third phase of expansion, when the state government amended the rule and came out with uh, night shift allowing women workforce with added requirements of uh, women's safety, which means women supervisors and pick up drop to their respective uh, stay place. And with that we have been able to increase that uh, strength significantly there. So legally that has to be in place, while when we set up uh, in uh, Nagpur, Maashtra. Maharashtra had already the women allowed in the reshift working. And so we could simply go with women uh, workforce in uh, Nagpur and we could take it to almost 30-35% of workforce with women. And subsequently, when we set up our in 2019, 17-18 in Chennai, there also it is the government has enabled women workforce with Minimum additional requirements like the women security and women uh, supervisors in the shop floor, pick up drop loving maternity facilities and crush for kids with a doctor requirement. By meeting all that, uh, there was no other hurdle we could go. However, we could uh, today CAT is employing over thousand uh, women workforce in the shop floor, and the experience has been. Uh, exceptionally good. The discipline is one of the best, no discipline issues. So the people who are probably the managers engaged in discipline uh, activities in the plant, you can divert them to uh, better jobs. Okay. Then um, the passion they bring in is definitely much better. The productivity has been no less at all and um, overall experience has been absolutely fine. Well, of course, they are generally not very open or very outspoken and um, they tend to keep everything to themselves, not raising issues. Uh, So we definitely have to have women empowerment uh, managers who will have a good rapport and relation with them and bring them up so that they can participate in the discussions, in the suggestions, in the improvement activities. That is one area where we had to do uh, a lot of this work to get them into those uh, modes. Okay, Otherwise, the experience has been absolutely fine. The real challenge we faced are getting the adequate number of women workforce. There is a lot of apprehension in the society and especially with parents. And uh, while they come for interview and all, we give appointment, uh, they don't turn out. And then we got into the details and realized that it is the apprehensions of the parents that is stopping while the candidates themselves are prepared to come. So we ensure that when women, they, the parents accompany them for uh, when they come for the interview and we have detailed chat with the parents, briefing them all the security arrangements, all the precautions, all the help and so many people working there. And we even invite them to see for themselves get an experience and they could stay a week or so uh, under our expenses and get themselves convinced and that's how we have been able to get. It is still a challenge and if it uh, gets easy women workforce, even today they can take at additionally another 500 women workforce. This is the challenge not only in Gujarat, was there in Chennai, was there in uh, yeah, Maharashtra and of course some regions like in Gujarat ladies, it's very difficult to get them. So we have to go outside the state to get this. So this issue is there that society has to work around and a special effort has to be put by government to get them exposed while they are students, while they are learning to factories where the women is working as comfortably on the, sh- in the shop floor, on the machines and uh, create the environment that it is safe, a lot of awareness, what is happening in the rest of the world, the shop flows where women is working, equal number of men or more. So for that, that kind of communication and kind of this has to be done in the society to get them around. It is high time that we get the women workforce into manufacturing. Olden days, like when I started, you know, the main workforce itself, they were there were limit, there has to be a minimum 5 feet, 9 inches tall, 65 plus kg. So it was more physical fitness, muscle power that was needed because the jobs were like that, the equipments were like that. Over the years, with a lot of automation, with uh, mechanization, that has come down. If today there is a plan where a lot of, physical power is required, you don't get even men workforce for that. Okay, so that has changed dramatically and with the advent of automation, electronics, software and uh, this, the physical effort part has dramatically come down. That is why we decided to get the uh, women's workforce into manufacturing and that has been a big success. Okay, so today I'm sure all the, especially the new plants of whichever is the product, I'm sure the operations are much more automated. Physical effort is significantly brought down and a lot of automation is happening. And uh, it's ideal time to push for women into manufacturing because they won't find it difficult at all. And so that uh, the women participation in manufacturing can be significantly improved. I'm happy to share all my experience in that. Now, when you do this, one has to suit your manufacturing, enabling the women to work, which means the equipment in terms of the physical effort and the accessibility and all, that has to be seen. So each operating point or each job point has to be evaluated for suitability. And uh, in any factory, you will see 20-25% will be easily uh, suitable for uh, any women. And rest of it uh, have plans to make improvement changes wherever needed small automation. I'm not talking of big scale automation. Small level of automation to minimize the physical effort and make it suitable for women. And today all factories I'm sure can be converted to 90% women enabled with not big investment with a mind for that and uh, effort thereby. And when they come, when they operate, in our case, when they come, they operate, they will come out with what small things you can do to make it a little more easier for us. So that continuous improvement activity, in any case, we'll have to do it so that it becomes more and more comfortable for them and they will enjoy the job. Okay. So it's high time that all governments in India has to really push for getting women into manufacturing and take out all the apprehensions thereof okay, and at least 40-50% involvement of women in the manufacturing operation is a must for the country to grow. 50% of the manpower in the country is daily engaged, will not take us to a number one position. So it's, if we are aspiring for a rapid progress for the country, it's a must that we do it. And making some states, I understand they have converted into, they have enabled women uh, working in the night shift with uh, so many clauses, practically telling that it's better (laughs) you don't employ. Okay, you don't need all that. Basic requirements of safety and their essential needs of maternity and those things are all what is needed. Rest is equally applicable for everybody. Hazardous material handling in today's plant it is not permitted, if there are hazardous material to be used it has to be all automated and safeguarded whether it is for men or women. So make the laws enabling proactively and make the society proactively push and support women above men and women in the uh, manufacturing this is what is needed today.
0: I totally agree with that point especially uh, I feel that it should be, the factory should be more gender inclusive rather than discriminating yes. each and everyone based on the gender. Yeah. So recently, the Kerala state government brought the draft rules uh, on the basis of the la- recent labour courts that came into being. So the draft rules say that women are allowed to work during night shifts. They are lifting the night shift ban, which was there earlier in place under the Factories Act of 1948, but with many conditions on the employers to be satisfied. For example, the woman has to give her consent to work in night shifts. Secondly, she, have to be given the, she has to be given the transportation facilities, that to the doorstep of the residents, uh, accommodation facilities wherever possible. and there is also a minimum number of women that has to be there for engaging them in night shifts. So as a person experienced in the manufacturing sector, do you think these rules are practical? What are the challenges that you will face in uh, implementing these laws? And how far women will be uh, interested in taking up these jobs?
1: Okay. Good that Kerala government now at least coming with this uh, change in the law. It's high time that we do this. Okay, Bringing that with a lot of conditions, I feel is as good as not making a change. It should be enabling rather than not enabling. There is no separate consent that is needed because every company, I'm sure, at the time of joining, There is an appointment order which will get signed, which has all the conditions, which means you will have to work, you may have to work in shifts, you may get transferred to the other factories in other states. All all the conditions are generally there in the appointment order. So additional conditions like this for a separate disease is only discriminating. You don't need it because that is already there inside. Okay, it's only unnecessarily increasing the paperwork. Other than that, there is no value addition there coming. Other, uh, the third point you said is
0: accommodation and transportation. Accommodation
1: facilities. and transportation. Under the Indian condition where the women are still participating very low and are quite distributed, for a period definitely we'll have to have pickup trough facility or organize uh, stay facilities for their safety. That would have to continue for a fair long time till become very women friendly everywhere. So that all states are giving that with smaller, small variations and it's not a big burden for this big benefit that comes. The companies will get significant benefits by this. And the one big benefit is discipline. Women for fair number in the manufacturing will bring in a lot of discipline in the whole manufacturing. And that will uh, release a lot of pressure and tension for the management. Okay. Apart from uh, this, uh, they bring in a lot of enthusiasm and drive, which will, which is of course radiating. So that will have its own benefit in the operation. Productivity apprehensions, please don't have. Our experience in all three states, their productivity is no less in any operation. And absenteeism, we don't find any increase. Rather, probably it may be less. Except. Whenever there is a maternity leave, that's a separate one. Other than that, we don't find any issue in these areas. The extra support that is needed is in this. You need a, a women supervisor or a special supervisor who has capability to get them motivated and uh, enable them to freely speak and communicate. And in the security, you will need women securities. Other than that, and the infrastructure of course, like toilets and all that, other than that, there is nothing extra that is specially needed. So the benefits are far, far, but more than the small extras that is required in the setup. So I feel it is high time that we push for simple enabling law with minimum requirements and leave it to the people to make it a success.
0: Uh, what do you think about the uh, minimum number of women to be engaged in night shifts or the minimum number of, uh, should there be a proportion or should be a, should there be a minimum number of women so that the employer can engage them in night shifts? So what's your take on this?
1: There is no minimum number that is required. There is no minimum number that is required. Only thing is that at no location in the plant, single women is working. You need to have at least two Women in any location you are putting them in place. Basically for safety reasons. Okay, Other than that, no minimum requirement is to be stipulated. And of course nobody would recruit, suppose in a plant where say 100 people are employed and only two women is taken as in the workforce. You will not do that because it won't justify the investment that is needed for extra requirements. So naturally you will Plan out a respectable percentage and a number thereof. So it is it's not required to put any minimum number or minimum percentage of employees to be women. It's only required at any location where they are posted, at least two should be there in that location. As a single women, nowhere it should be. No work point it should be put, something like that. Location should be put. Now, while uh, when we put all these percentages, what will happen is, uh, we do not know, like as I said, our experience in uh, Gujarat, uh, while it was promised that we will get the night shift uh, clearance, it did not happen. So we had to take much less number of women workforce. they were hardly 5%. But we didn't face any issue, the percentage was not a matter. So they are put into places where they can operate and at least they are there at least in few numbers not like one, two or anywhere. So we didn't face any any issue. So there is no separate percentage or anything that is required. At any location of working, there should be at least two women should be put. More than that, I don't think anything else is required. Any percentage is required. That should be left to the management to do that.
0: So uh, as you propose, uh, the proportion is actually creating an inadvertent consequence of not hiring a woman. Yes,
1: exactly. Exactly. That is what would happen
0: okay so being an experienced person like having an experience of 45 years what do you suggest what are the some what are some measures that can be taken from the part of the government as well as from the part as, as an employer what are the some of the recommendations that you have uh, to bring in more women to the workforce
1: the government and the society can do a lot okay of course make the laws enabling not make it difficult make it very enabling that is the first thing that need to do Second is large-scale awareness that in the whole world all developed countries and developing most of the developing countries in manufacturing 50 percent of the workforce or at least 40 percent of the workforce are women. So India why it should be different and you expect 50 percent of the workforce working and enabling the country to become number one or the whole country should become very rich. It, It will not happen. So make the society has to take it up, educate Give enough publicity and ways to get the women into manufacturing as well as all other work. Not only in offices, but in all fields of work, women should be brought in and they should be treated at par with men. And of course give extra, to make it happen, give extra facilities and probably benefits. Okay in terms of their security, in terms of their retirement benefits or whatever it is. So that it prompts them as well as the families to push for this to happen. There's a big social movement that is needed. Otherwise, it will not happen. It, it's a big embargo which is there, which has to go. And that has to be with a social awareness programs at government level, society level, at all levels. It's high time that we do it.
0: As an employer, what do you think, what are the changes that you can bring in?
1: As an employer, the desire should be there at the top level to get women into workforce. And then only it will flow down. It's pushed from bottom, very less likely that it will happen. It has to be a drop-driven this. One, of course, by government uh, enforcing uh, legal provisions and uh, probably pushing for it with incentives or otherwise giving it you know recognition for uh, women employment by multiple ways make the management to go for women employment and government can do a lot in that and the various organizations management organizations the women empowerment organization they can do a lot in that uh, but it is high time that we do this
0: so thank you for sharing your valuable experience with us so i I'm hopeful that there will be more gender inclusive workforce in the future in our country. So with that, we have come to an end of this episode. You can follow and engage with us on our social media handles, where we look forward to taking this conversation forward with you all. We will be back with another interesting and thought-provoking topic for discussion in the next episode. Stay tuned. Thank you.